This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 348. And the quote of the day is, there will be haters, doubters, non-believers, and then there will be you proving them wrong. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming. And beyond, What's up, everybody? This is Nick Ruffini, and you are listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast. And for those of you who celebrate, I hope you had an awesome Christmas. Hope you got to spend some time with some friends and family and just kind of kick back, relax, enjoy yourself. I am on the East Coast now spending time with my family, so uh, really fortunate to, to be here and be doing that. So again, hope everybody just had, a, had an awesome holiday. And if you got a little extra holiday cheer, you got some extra holiday cash, you may want to think about picking up a pair of these sunglasses that we're about to talk about. So this is a conversation with Get Bowden. He is uh, a an eyewear maker, and I found him. I actually found him on Instagram through Eric Hernandez, uh, who plays with Bruno Mars, obviously. And so, what what he makes is sunglasses that are made out of drum shells and made out of cymbals. And as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Man, these things are." awesome. I got to get, I got to talk to this guy and get his story and hear about how he started making them. And then once I found out what he was doing, it was even more cool because he's not just making them. Some are made out of just normal drum shells, but some are taken from famous drummers and they make the, the, you know, the eyeglasses out of those. And so you're getting a piece of history and it was just a really cool story. And I said, dude, I got to bring you on the podcast. I want to talk about it for a couple of reasons. One, because I think it's an amazing story. Two, I think that the sunglasses are awesome. And three, because it's a good way for people who are listening who may want to create their own products. They may want to put some stuff out into the drumming world. We talk a little bit about some of the challenges that he faced and getting into retail and all that kind of stuff. And so just a really, a really, uh, explorative conversation about that kind of stuff too. So I thought that would be interesting. And I know that that you guys love hearing about sort of the behind the scenes of how products are made and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, a great conversation. And we're going to get into it right now with the one and only Get Bowden. All right, I'm going to try this. Get yeah. Bowden. Yes. That's right. Awesome. I may call you GERD for the rest of the show, but I got it right once. So welcome to the podcast. I appreciate you being part of this. So you and I, uh, I guess we met, I don't know, I guess we met like through Instagram or something like that. I saw I saw some of your sunglasses. Um, I think Eric Hernandez had a couple of them and um, Mike Dobier had a couple of them. And I was like, man, these things are, are awesome. And I always, I always look for cool products, like, you know, cool sort of handmade handcrafted products that that aren't normal uh in, in that you can't find out there normally so yours definitely fall into that category but i want to get a little bit of of history on you of of how you know how you got into making glasses like are you a drummer did you did you start playing drums and decided you want to make glasses how did that whole thing happen for you i'm a, i'm a drummer since yeah since i was a kid i played in some some local bands some cover bands and um I was a carpenter from profession, and but I got into optics by accident. Actually, somebody asked me, "I, you know, I need a technical guy in optics. Can you start working for me?" And I did. Um, and then suddenly we were at a an optical show in Paris, 
and there were people who were making uh, skateboard glasses. You know that? Mm-hmm. Um, and it looked very cool. And I told my boss, well, that's something I can do. And he said, well, no, you can't. So that got me started. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in a couple of weeks, I had the first, well, demo version of a, of a pair of glasses. And I got further and further with that. And suddenly I came on the idea of using a bass drum shell because I figured out that the, the, the curve of the bass drum is perfect for putting in front of your face. Uh, you know, I had a double bass and I figured, you know, you can always buy a double pedal. So uh, I tried, I, I cut up my bass drum <laughs> and made the first pair out of that. And it worked even better than the skateboards. So uh, I made a press mold uh, from that, from those parts of that bass drum shell. So I could uh, glue my own bass drum shell parts. And then it, it, it got me started. And I got uh, you know, some great, great glasses out of that. And you sent me, yeah. I mean, these things are, these things are, are amazing. And what I love about them is they're, you know, they're handcrafted. They're not, you know, you're not just like stamping them out in some huge factory. I mean, you're making these things by hand. Um, so how, what goes into making, making them? So you, you said you, if you're getting a bass drum, right, you're cutting the bass drum and then is all, all, not all you're doing, but are you just taking the, you're taking the piece of wood, cutting out the eye holes and putting and attaching the, the arms, or do you have to do other things to them? Cause you said press molds and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I, I can do several things, you know, somebody can, can send me a bass drum shell complete, and then it's just cutting and sawing till it's finished. But uh, sometimes I get like waste veneer from, let's say, DW or uh, British Drum Company or Sonor. All their waste material, uh, they send it to me and I make small drum shell parts out of that. And then from that on, it's, it's cutting and, and sanding. So it, it can start in, in several ways. I got you. And how long do they? How long do they take you to make? How long does it take you to make a pair? Between three hours and three and a half hours per frame. Wow! When you, you know, it's not actually three hours, but you know, you glue ten minutes and then you cut ten minutes, and the day after you sand uh, for an hour. Right. And, and in total, it's uh, between three hours and three and a half hours. So, how much of a learning curve was it? Because you were already making glasses, right, before you started making these. I work in a in a for a company, uh, we repair uh, glasses. So when uh, you break your frame, mm-hmm. we work with uh, laser uh, welding and we do edging of the glasses. So we put glasses with prescription in, in the frames. So you so you weren't making glasses before you did this? I knew everything about glasses. <laughs> but you weren't making, not, but not knowing how to make them though, right? No, the whole process of, of making them was yeah no a lot of YouTube videos watching things <laughs> and writing things down and making print screens and zooming in on how other people are doing it and you know a little bit of studying. It's amazing what you can learn by going to Google and and figuring it out. You know it's such a, it's such an amazing thing. So how long um, how long before you were really thinking like okay maybe I can. Maybe I can have a little business with this and started reaching out to some of the people. Because I'm guessing, who did you reach out to first? Was it Mike Dolbeer? No, the first one was Sir Elton John. Oh, <laughs> really? It's, it's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? I was, yeah. I was working on this project for two years and 
we sold in our own shop, we sold one pair to, you know, for a very cheap price just to try out if, if it would work. And then I got a phone call from a friend uh, who, who has an optical shop. And he said, uh, I'm friends with uh, Miss Kim Kleister. She's a Belgian tennis player who was, you know, like 15 years ago or something. She mm -hmm. was number one in the world. And she was invited by Elton John to play for uh, the charity tennis uh, match for the AIDS Foundation of Elton. And she wanted to give him a present and she wanted something original. And she, yeah, she found me on, on the internet and she asked me, can you make glasses for Elton John? And I said, uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So I did. And we made a, a beautiful flight case, uh, with it. And she gave it to Elton and he sent us uh, a letter back uh, thanking us and, and saying uh, he would wear them a lot. So that was the start of, you know, a lot of media attention got me on Dutch television and, and radio newspapers. Huh. And from, from there on, retailers uh, contacted me and and that's how it started that's insane yeah <laughs> so i guess after that happens you're like okay maybe maybe i can sell these things to some people if if elton john likes them i start selling them in some shops here in belgium and the netherlands mm -hmm. on facebook i came in contact with uh, chris denosian from um, from dw from dw yeah, yeah sorry and he introduced me to thomas lang who was uh, you know he, he really liked them from the beginning and Thomas introduced me to Mike Goldberg and invited me to come to Nam last year. So in that, you know, then you're in a roller coaster. I love stories like this because it's it's the, it's the power of the internet, man. It is it is we live in this world where anything you can create anything and millions of people can find out about it and you can do it all from your home, which is just it it absolutely blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. And that's why you, when you and I talked, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was just like, this is such a, it's such a cool story. And I love, I love the fact that now you're getting into making, making glasses that are used from professional drummers kits, right? And you can say, oh, this is like the Neil Pert kit from this tour, or this is the Thomas Lang kit from this tour or whatever it is, right? That's right. I'm uh, like, like Benny Grepp is now arranging uh, something with Sonar. They are uh, making uh, uh, an, a drum shell made out of the veneer that Benny's signature snare is made out of. And they're going to make one bass drum shell only for me to make glasses out of it. Nice. That's like a great project. Or, you know, uh, the cymbal shades I send you. Mm -hmm. Like Achilles Priester, uh, who is now touring with uh, Wasp. Yep. Yeah, you call it Wasp? Yeah. He is uh, collecting his uh, cymbals that are cracked on the tour and he's going to sign them and then we can make shades out of that as well. That's so cool because you're buying not only a pair of sunglasses that are cool because they're made out of drums or they're made out of cymbals, but they're also a piece of history. And it's something that, that if you can, you know, you can line it up to where you're getting, you know, guys from the Foo Fighters and, you know, Neil Peart and all these people, then people are, you know, people will be able to take a piece of that history home with them, which I think is an amazing thing. Yeah, sounds cool.
Support from this podcast comes from my friends at Musicians Institute located in the heart of Hollywood, California. And if you want to learn how to take your career to the next level, if you want to learn how to take your playing to the next level, if you want to learn music business, you want to learn production, electronics, any of that kind of stuff, you can do it all at Musicians Institute. And we're better of a place to do it than right there in the heart of Hollywood, California. You can learn more about Musicians Institute, their state-of-the-art facility, and all of the amazing staff that they have there by going to mi.edu. It's one thing to talk about how great dream symbols are, but it's another thing to actually hear them for yourselves. And the good thing about dream is not only do they sound great, but they're also priced well below the competitor's prices. So that way you can actually afford to buy these symbols. And if you don't think you can get a great sounding symbol at a low price, check out dreamsymbols.com. But first, I want you to take a listen to what these things sound like. To learn more about dream symbols, be sure to check them out at dreamsymbols.com. Whether you're recording in the studio for your band, for YouTube, or you're playing live, you need a quick and easy solution to get great drum sounds. And the best way to do that is the Sabian Sound Kit. The Sabian Sound Kit is three mics and a mixer. You have two overheads, a kick mic, and a mixer that's pre-EQ'd to get great drum sounds. You plug the mics into the mixer and you run the out into your recording board or you run it to the house sound when you're playing live. It's a very simple solution to get great drum sounds easily and effectively. Don't take my word for it, though. Here's some raw tracks that we recorded with this sound kit running right into a recording device, and I'll let you hear how great these things actually sound. To learn more, go to sabiansoundkit.com. Now let's get back into it with Get Bold. What have been some of the pitfalls or some of the challenges that you've had to overcome? Is, has it been the learning curve? Has it been getting it into stores? Has it been getting people to try them out? What, what's been some of, the, some of the struggles that you've been facing with it? Because, and the reason why I ask is because I, there are a lot of people who have different ideas for the drumming community or, or different products that they want to invent or they want to bring to market. And I, so I think this is, this is an important thing to, to hear. The, the, the main thing in the beginning was figuring out how to make it so uh, how to to cut glasses out of that and and make it as symmetrical as possible you know because it's, it's a pair of glasses so it has, has to... because of the curvature of the of the drum yeah also uh, i started with uh, some yeah i don't know the, the english name some cutting machines uh, hand cutting machines and it was very dangerous to use that <laughs> with molds and and stuff right so I got um, this, eventually I figured out that uh, a CNC table cutting machine was the perfect option that I still use. And, and you know, getting there was, it took me two years mm-hmm. to figure out the way to, to make them. And then it's fine tuning. You know, I know how to design a pair of glasses. That's not a problem. And, and I'm long enough in optics to get them to shops. But the, the making process was the biggest struggle. And from there, has it, it's what well, you got, Sir Elton John, on your side. But uh, <laughs> but other than that, has it been has it been hard to like get it to drummers, or it has it been hard hard to get into stores, or has it, uh, you know what are the challenges there? 
Um, it was, you know, lobbying on Facebook, uh, getting, you know, sending the right messages to the right people. And then somebody gets triggered and says, hey, what's that, what you're making? And then you send the pair and then they pass it on to somebody else who knows a famous drummer and they contact me, you know, mm -hmm. it's a snowball effect. And these things are, like I said, these things are amazing. These are finely crafted. They're, they're, to me, they're, they're like an instrument, you know? I mean, like they feel that, well, obviously they're made out of drums, but they feel like the same handcraftedness or handcrafted design that goes into a drum kit goes into these, to these songs. I mean, they're, they're stunning. They're comfortable. They, they're awesome. Plus they're drums, which I think, are, you know, it's just a, it's just a really cool thing. Um, and w so were the, were the first pair that nice or did it take you a while to sort of get better and better at making them such a high quality piece of equipment? No, the first pairs were uh, not that good as they are now. <laughs> <laughs> which is usually and, the case with everything, right? Yeah. 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 I had to figure out uh, how to, uh, make a good varnish finish on them. so that was you know i started with uh like brushes and, and stuff and, and towels and but it didn't work out and now i'm making them with the airbrush uh, oh. put the layer on and then you have you know four layers and that has a brilliant effect that works very good so now i'm looking on here i know that you have the mike doll beers you have the what do you have the eric hernandez thomas lang yep. So you have, I guess, like signature models, like they have signature sneakers or anything like that. So if you want to get a signature pair or something like that, someone can, I guess someone can send you either a drum show or they can just have you make them for them. And you can they send you like color options and getting their name on the side and all that kind of stuff? Of course. That's such an awesome idea. I'm, I'm open to everything. If so anyone's looking for good Christmas present ideas. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, where you have to be. You know, you can send me... A drum shell, you can send me a cymbal, you can send me veneer parts, or you can Google uh, nice veneers and then ask me, can you get that for me? You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everything. You can adjust the size of the glasses if you want it a little bit bigger or a little, little bit smaller or, you know, the arms have to be longer. No problem. Huh. If you have your own design that you want to try out, I'll make it. <laughs> How long can that last though, right? Because as as the demand gets higher and higher, you can't you can't be that custom with everything, right? No, no, no. At the moment, um you have to think about three three to four weeks. Mm -hmm. So you know, when when more projects are coming, then that time is gonna be longer, I guess. So what's the what's the long term goal of this? Are you looking to branch out into other industries or like are you looking to make other sunglasses out of other wooden materials or out of other materials or are you focused just staying in the drum community at the moment i'm focusing on the drum community um and uh, i have a lot of work with that and we'll see along the way where we get it if there are people out there who are thinking you know hey i want to come out with a new product or i want to bring something i want to bring something into the marketplace do you have any insights do you have any suggestions do you have any cautionary tales that you can tell people don't give up too easily. If you have a, a new idea, always bring it out, show it to people and don't let, let people tell you otherwise. You know, you have to keep the faith in your idea and it, it doesn't work from uh, in, in one day. You know, it took me almost six years now to get where I am now. So uh, give it time. That would be 
the best advice I could give. I agree with that. I mean, you know, even with starting this podcast, it was, you know, no one was listening in the beginning. So, um, <clears throat> and I think a lot of times, and I don't know if this happened to you, but a lot of times we get discouraged by what other people are saying. So they're saying, you know, this is a bad idea. It's not going to work. It's not, you know, you shouldn't try this. Uh, there's, you know, there's no money in it or whatever it is, whatever the, and I think a lot of times that's just people sort of jealous that they're not going out and trying something themselves, right? The thing that got me on the way, oh, you can't make that. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yeah. And two weeks later, I gave him the first pair, you know? Here you are. Do you have that competitive mentality where you're like, if someone tells you that you can't do something, then that makes you want to do it even more? Not in everything. But (laughs) when I saw that idea, I I immediately knew that it would work, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's unstoppable. And were there people were, were there people out there telling you that it was a dumb idea or not to not to do it? The first couple of days, yes, my boss. Yeah, <laughs> what, I'm, I'm sure he's uh, he's eating his words now. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's selling them in his shop, so he's happy with it. Now. <laughs> but we're all laughing about that story. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. So, if people want to pick up a pair, um, they can go to jeffersoneyewear.com, right? And um the and i'm guessing soon like if someone orders a pair that how long does it usually take to ship to the states oh that depends a little bit sometimes it's there in a week sometimes it can take two weeks not longer than that i don't know how or why yeah with with customs or whatever it is but this i mean this podcast has listeners all over the world so there's you know I, i was just curious for for people here but depending on where you are in the world they can get there sooner or um or it may take a little bit longer but i also i'm gonna be so gerard was nice enough to send me a few pairs and i'm gonna give uh, a couple of those pairs away as well so i'm gonna come up with a, a special way to give it away and i'll let every, all the listeners know as well but in the meantime if anyone wants to pick up a pair i suggest going to jefferson eyewear.com these are like i said these are amazing pieces of of not only uh, they're not only amazing sunglasses they're great looking but they're they're sort of a piece of history they're they're you know a piece of a of an instrument that has had a previous life that are sort of recycled into this new thing and it's i think it's a cool way to represent yourself as a drummer with these glasses so i i applaud you for doing this and i i applaud you for for uh you know proving your boss wrong and and having the tenacity and the and the uh the wherewithal to go ahead with it so it's a really it's a really great idea man these are cool thanks thanks of course and thank you for being a part of this podcast and i will talk to you soon thank you all right bye bye So there you have it. I hope you dug that. I hope you enjoyed the story behind the scenes of uh, how he started this company and how he's manufacturing these sunglasses. And I am going to be giving a pair of these away because he sent me a few, and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give some away. I don't know exactly how I'm gonna do it yet, but I'm gonna surprise someone with a pair. So. Uh, I don't know if you want one. Hit me up on Instagram and let me know. All right. So this is the last episode of the year. So I want to, first of all, thank everyone for listening. I want to thank you for all of your comments, your likes, your shares, your emails, all the love. I do appreciate that. And I also want to wish you a very happy new year. I want you to have a safe new year's eve i want you to go out i want you to enjoy yourself have some fun with friends family whatever you're going to do but please be safe out there and i really do mean that and i'll see you in the top of 2018 peace